well, the well, we we just two gents from um from Swaziland. Um Sakil is currently in Russia. Okay. And, wow. Um and I'm back in Eswatini. So the, the, wow. that's us. So we're just two gentlemen that kick it week in and week out. That's that's the open word podcast in a nutshell. Cool, cool. They're looking forward to it. How's how's the podcast, Sakil? Um the pod it's good. It's good. Um we're 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 picking up. Um yeah. we're getting better and I, I think I think from being consistent with it, we are just getting better at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was asking how how's the vodka? Oh, the vodka. <laughs> hey, actually, so the vodka um it's actually pretty good. Really? Um, yeah, it's pretty good and it's very cheap. Ah. Wow. It's like so cheap, it's wild. It's so cheap as well. Um it like it makes sense it makes sense to me now that now that I'm here because I always heard people that I always heard that people were constantly getting drunk every day. <laughs> you can get drunk every day, yeah. Is that really? Really, It's not that hard, yeah. You can wow. get drunk every day, yeah. Do you guys just have it like as tea? Like you know, instead of having like a cup of tea, tea and cake, you just and have then, vodka and, then, and cake. And then you have a, have a vodka cake. Nah, I don't. Nah, <laughs> nah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay. Do, you guys, do you guys like like vodka? Is it like your drink? You guys? Drink? No, no, not no. not vodka. Not if, vodka. Juice. If anything, it would be like gin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gin I'm drinking gin right now. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Nice. What nice, gin? Nice. What gin? What gin is your favorite? Oh my god, I'm not like a proper gin person. Uh, oh. New Amsterdam is that gin? No, that's not. Is it New Amsterdam? I don't know New Amsterdam. I don't even know. New I don't even know what New Amsterdam is, but it's... Oh, yeah, but uh, just the regular, regular gin. I like pink gin, um, but I'm like more of a I'm, I'm more of a wine person. I like red oh. wine. Okay. This is me showing my age, guys. You know, fine, <laughs> no, no, fine now, I know it, now I know what to buy you if you ever buy your gift. Absolutely. It's like dry yes. red. Yeah. Yes. So it's wine. Really... So it's red wine and gin. What, what did she yes. call it again? What, what What's it called? What's the gin that she mentioned? Um, Pink gin. New Amsterdam. Yeah, New Amsterdam. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. We got you. Okay. Sakil is a gentleman, so you guys must like expect gifts from Russia. Oh. <laughs> I'm like a typical African gin. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that you're you're raising him up, like saying, "Oh, it's like he is the gentleman." What What about you? Why can't you raise yourself up? Like, why? Why? What do you do? Me, I'm well raised, okay, and I'm a Lamini, and I'm I'm a, I'm a Lamini. I don't know if you guys know anything about Swaziland, but yeah. if you ever yeah. do, said Lamini surname. Oh, okay, okay, that was yes, yeah. Can, what you guys know? Now I'm very start- interested in knowing. What do you, what are the like the things that you guys um know about our country? That oh. everyone is a Lamini. That everyone is no. a <laughs> <laughs> That's in order to be resident in a country, you need to be a Lamini. <laughs> what's that about? Yo, you know no. what's weird is that you're not the uh-huh. first you're not the first people I've heard say that. They'd yeah. be like, yo, every every other person that you bump into in Swaziland is a Lamini. I know. <laughs> like when you sent the email and you're like, this was that mini SOT. I was like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, Everything lines up. But what is that about? <laughs> how is how Jan? Are, are you guys like, is it the royal f- I, I, um, Oh, King Swati is it Lamini, right? Yes. Um, 
No, 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 not particular. He is Nkosi, Nkosi, but he doesn't have a specific surname, but if you would oh. call it, it's from the family of the Tlaminis. Right, right. And your prime minister is a Tlamini, right? Yes. Right. Right. So a Tlamini is kind of like, you know, like in the Zulu and even like Develi sort mm-hmm. of cultures, Kumalos are royalties. So I think yes. Tlaminis yes. are the equivalent, right? Yes. Um, yes, you would kind say of. that, but not. But of course, it's not all. Jamini. Not all of. Not all of. Not all of are, yeah, are I'm like, like, you know, I'm like not. If you guys were, were, were thinking about, I'm not royalty, okay? Yeah, he's a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Like it's just like that. So there's different tiers of Jaminis. Of course. Yeah. Ah. So what You're, tier are you? The lowest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody else. He might as, he might as well not be a Zamini. Really? Yeah. So basically, there's, there's, so basically, there's like there's two tiers. There's the the Zaminis, and then there's the other and others. And yeah, and others. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you fall in under and the others. This. I fall in the others. Right. Okay. Okay. It's a shame. Next time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, you should be mingling with royalty. Next time, buddy. A pity. Next time. A pity. Yeah, yeah yes. you guys are, you guys are already thinking I was going to be like, nah, I'm sending a jet over there to the UK. Can you imagine? <laughs> we were thinking that we're going to be recording this like in some fancy place, in some exotic place. And like, you know, be getting <laughs> private jets and, you know... With the Zim situation, um, so l- like we were saying that it's kind of got worse because it feels like there's no hope, as yeah. it were, right? Yeah. Um, just because of the re-engagement point. But what I will say, so I was in Zim in October. Uh, yeah. I went to SA Zim. It's it's such mm-hmm. a weird um it's it, it it's 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 so weird because um in a way because uh, the last time I had been home had been 2016 so it had been five years um <laughs> and when I went I, I will say things looked better in the sense that the, the shops there's everything like there's yeah. absolutely everything the only thing is you now need money whereas before in Zim you know sometimes even if you had the money like there'll be nothing in supermarkets. People would have to travel to Botswana or to South Africa to get grocery. Um, so there's serious? everything. Damn, yes, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, 2008, was like that period was so bad. Was so so bad. Um, okay, okay. So, sorry, Matt. sorry, Matt. I just need you guys to let's backtrack it a bit. Please tell us more when you guys were going through the bad situation. Because I feel like maybe us as Swazin were still going through a turmoil time, right? Yeah. Explain to us how things can go to because when you say to Swazis, people had to go to other countries to buy groceries. To us, mm. that's new. You understand? Really? To us, that idea is yes. The only thing that happened to us during our crisis in June was people looted convenience shops. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's what we felt. But when you guys are talking about that, I need you to yeah. share with our audience a little bit more of that story. 
So uh, I, I kept butting a bit here. I I kind of went home regularly. So from the time I came here, I think after two two years, I was back home. So then I got to see, just as time progressed, how bad things were. In that, just as Nat is saying, that you'd walk into a shop, there'd be like there'd be nothing on the shelves, you know. So you'd be coming from diaspora, you'd have the cash. Um, and fortunately, you know, you'd have family who'd be telling you, oh, you know what, things are really bad. There is no food here. So if you're going, if you're, you're coming by South Africa, if you're coming by South Africa, just get uh, Umalaita, you know, like the, the people who use um, uh, like taxi, like combis um, and do groceries, put it in a Umalaita so that we can have stuff here. That's the way it was. And my uncle was a manager at the supermarket. So, you know, we're fortunate enough that we... we Basic things would never, fortunately, would never get, you never run out of things like sugar, but there would be no sugar on the supermarket, like on the supermarket floor. Do you see what I mean? So even with cash, you would still struggle. So you'd be sending money home and what people would be doing is taking that money, either going to uh, Botswana, where, you know, changing, exchanging it to pulas and then bringing the stuff over the borders. That was... But I can only imagine... um... The the because the pula is quite the devaluing of of, mm. of the Zim currency. Mm-hmm. How much did that affect you guys? Um. So personally, like I saw people who benefited from that situation. So you know, people like you know the diaspora used the devaluing of the dollar to like you know the, there was a point in time when the pound was worth so much. Yeah. You know, you be ch- it was it was mad. I remember going once to change, like, I don't know how much it was, but coming out with a wad of money, you know, that way you had to go with mm-hmm. a bag, you know, to put your cash in because you'd get like, you know, the, you know, you see what you, what you see in movies when they're dealing with drugs mm-hmm. and stuff, when that money is rolled, <laughs> it rolled up with the elastic bag. That's, that's how bad it was. But yeah. even with that, you couldn't buy a lot with it. People benefited from the situation that some people who are um, doing well, like overseas, managed to buy property because that mm-hmm. was the time that, you know, you're buying property, you're buying stands um, and stuff like that. Um, because that's just how that's just how bad it was, and also people on the ground, like you know, we had these um, what what are those people called? About uh, who changed yeah. money? What are they called? Okay, so we used to call them I'm a boss story, but I don't think that's the right. <laughs> term. I, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking, I know they are called my boss, but I was like, is that actually? But yeah. we used to call them that because they're from the apostolic church. <laughs> but <I don't> think... <laughs> no word of a lie. These people who were holding like the like you'd go the, to the, them. The black market was yes. They were set in the black market. Yeah. Which... So they would set, they would like, you know, the, the rates, they would have their calculators there, they would be pulling money out of their white garments, you know. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of, um, that is how, how, how things were. You need to use money, you, whether using pullas, whether using dollars, or whether you're using rands and stuff. There was a time when we were multi-currency, so you needed to kind of have the knowledge with the, okay, so if I am buying this, is it better to purchase it in 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 rands or whatever so people benefited from that situation but people like myself when i was really naive and i had no idea what was going on in terms of money you needed to have somebody on the ground who would be like okay no change this this much into this into rands into pullers or whatever it was but yeah it was i remember just getting you go you change money into 
various uh, currencies to to get by. Mm. Yeah. And and I think what I would say is the 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 Zim story. Um, you know, it, it it definitely is worth other countries learning from it. Um, but I feel like it's it's just so layered. There's just so many issues to it. But how I would sort of summarize it is, um, there was there's so many points right that have literally widened the gap between the very rich and the poor mm. uh, to mm. the point that mm. in in a country like Zim, there's no middle class. And you know, it's what you were talking about at the beginning about like true democracies are really built on tolerance. And I think they're built on, you know, sort of, oh, not really shared wealth because that's communism, but yeah, but inclusivity, right? Like, and, and, and the ability for people to, uh, improve right to have upward mobility but in in a country like Zimbabwe now so what I was saying was like my recent trip now like there's everything you and and you would the, the amount of wealth is sickening like you know those that have the wealth like the type of cars that you would see but actually there's, there's no middle that's, so that's podcasting oh my word that's that's yeah, but this is this is a first. You guys this are is a first. Podcasters and as up and coming podcasters, we need to respect y'all guys' this time. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? <laughs> no, let 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 let's pray that that it's 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 it works yeah. out. Because I think what happens, is that because you're the host, so I think when you go, it's that's when it stops. I don't know if you're able to maybe make Sakila co-host or just. Because I think that's what I've yeah, noticed. As, as, oddly, oddly enough, so we were just talking about it, and I think what's happening is, see, I'm having, I'm, I'm having trouble with my Wi-Fi, right? And right. I think it, this has never happened before, but we think that it's because I have uh, a shaky connection. That's what's really messing everything up. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because what it keeps on telling me every time, like Sakila's gonna have a, a problem with connection, like once or twice, right? Yeah. I just get a notification that tells me that one of your participants has a natural connection, and then yeah. eventually, I think as he tries to reconnect for like the third time, it then eventually just cuts off everyone and ah, saves okay. and, and saves the previous one. So I think uh, when one of us has a network, uh, a persistent network problem, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it cuts off everyone. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, we'll push through. We'll push through. We'll push through yeah, and pray. Um, oh my god! But it just fucks up the chemistry. That's so yeah. sad. Conversation. Yeah, the entire conversation is just. No, this yeah. is uh, when you piece it together, it'll be fine. It'll you be reckon? Fine. Hi, welcome hi. back. Wait, welcome wait. back, Cody. Hi, hi, hi. Have you guys? Have you guys <laughs> gone through? Have you guys gone through similar things? Yes. Particu- particularly now because you guys record uh, via Zoom. Yes. Yeah. When we had when we had guests, <laughs> like uh, yeah, we've, mm. we've. It always <laughs> and it always happens when you've got guests. Yes. You've got people Yo, there. That's what you were just talking about. Never, you know, it's it like never, that kid that acts out of character when it's just us. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It never like happens kids. when it's just us. They just misbehave when like, visitors are around. It's okay. No, we understand. <laughs> we understand. But when you're worried, you're like, wait, why are you doing this? Exactly. You never do you this never with do- Exactly. Right. Yeah, so true. Um, so wait, you guys have a studio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it like, is it is it your studio? <laughs> wait, wait. Or is it like a... Or <laughs> no, do you guys no. like, go there to record? 
to yeah we go there to record we 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 like pay for whatever like an hour or whatever yeah uh, okay okay but so you guys, you guys have been doing a lot of like the zoom the zoom mm. the zoom things of late because mm. of covid like once covid hits we looked for other like ways in which to kind of keep content flowing so zoom was like the the thing then and yeah How we jumped on that way about what and if, if Nat is driving mm-hmm. I'd say an hour because you need to give her that extra 15 minutes oh my god she never gives her time okay, wait, yeah. okay, so, 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 so but really so, so, it's 45 minutes uh, oh, oh. You, you, just, you just spoke about the extra 15 minutes I, I should have between the two of you who's the one that's normally late oh. too bad it's time so who's bad with time with you guys there's always Susito. one really Susito. yeah what will you be doing ask him hey but the floor is yours <laughs> hey, hey. I, 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 anything i say right now will be used against me in a part of blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. yeah no there's, there always has to be one no, but, but but I think I'm improving, right? This is allowing, I you know, also you're... am. I also am. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. come on, buddy. You know. Thanks, Sakes. Sakes, please tell our guest that I used to be the guy that would be 30 minutes or an hour late. By now, but you? now I'm like oh, 15, no. 10 minutes. You, 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 you. Oh yeah, no. I mean, 30 minutes. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna act like he hasn't improved. Yes, he has improved. Mm. Right, mm. but you know how, like I'm, I'm, because I, I, I don't like to say that I have a better um, grasp on time management because I think he does. But it's like, yes, you've improved, but you're still late at the end of the day, you know. So yeah, mm. it's like, bro. Mm. Yeah, so sure, you've improved. So, so, so it's gone from like thirty minutes to fifteen minutes, but it's still late. Still late, you know. Yeah, mm, no, I'm sorry, but not if you did the whole one hour thing out, even 30 minutes, I'd be so upset. Yeah, I would, yeah. Like, I, I would be so mad. No, no, you wouldn't even find me there, but 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 you wouldn't find me there. I've you wouldn't find me there. No way, man. No, I will say, I will say one thing Goli has helped me with is the whole time management. And it doesn't it feel so it feels so good when you're early yes. and you're on yes. time. It's yes. such a great feeling. She's even earlier oh. than me. So I tell you, sometimes I get like when we when we go to the studio and I find that she's there. So things that have helped, I suppose, is she she you share your your journey with me. So I know that mm-hmm. okay. Um because sometimes you know that way when someone calls you. And, you're, and it's like, where are you? And you're like, oh, no, I'm five minutes away. And that five minutes in, in, it literally means 15. But now when you can see that, okay, when she shares a journey with me, I know exactly where she is. So if she says that she's three minutes, I, I know exactly that, okay, so she's three minutes away plus oh, two minutes guys, walking. You guys are sharing locations? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was so bad. She was so, so bad. Like, I'm not joking. But yeah. yeah. But, yes. but, but, but much better now. So. Yeah, but sister, listen, like when if you if you master the whole thing on time thing, ah, oh, listen. You know what Sbusiso does? You know what Sbusiso does, right? Mm-hmm. Sbusiso, Sbusiso, and I always hate it. 
Sbusiso will like plan a time, right? Let's say we're supposed to link up at 10. And Sbusiso is going to tell me at 10 that, yo, bro, I can't make it at 10. No Fam, way. What, oh my what's going on, bro? Like, no. You, and, <laughs> and the thing is like, yo, you knew like at half nine that you weren't going to make it at 10. So now mm. I need to understand that you're late, but I also need to understand that you're, you you are telling me this at this time because you expect mm. me to understand. Sakile, so, you're a patient man. You know, whoever's going to be with you in the future is a lucky person because you are patient. Because do you know what's for so, Like, not to go on a rant. But you see, the thing with timekeeping is that mutual respect and mutual understanding mm. that you respect my time. You know, if True. you say 10 o'clock, let it be 10 o'clock. You know, if you're True. going to be late, then just say, oh, listen, I'm running 10, 15. But even just to say that. But see, Shakira, you're, you're a strong man. That's all I can yeah, say. No. No, it's the, it's, yeah, it's, it's it. the women Talk. in my life probably, that have that have shouted at me and have said what you say to me uh, and have made sure that... Changed. Yeah, every girlfriend I've had in life has... Hey, wait, 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 buddy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. So every, every time I said so, every time every single time I said something, you didn't hear anything, bro. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Oh, now I see that none of this is a trigger for me, but it's I all did, the women buddy. in your life, bro. I did, buddy, but you know, it's like the women, it, you know, their disciplinary measures were a bit more stringent than yours, hey. <laughs> My problem was that there were no consequences for exactly. you. Ah, exactly. 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 Oh is that what you yeah, is that what you, you to me now, bro? situation? <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Bro. Wow. Bro. But you know what's specific so like, you know, I think I feel like we're on a twelve step plan. You know, I think I'm probably like two classes ahead of you, so I'll just give you encouragement. You know, I think we can do it. You know, we can we, we can do it. We can do it. If 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 I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I agree. If not, can do it. Yeah, if not, can do it. So can you, man? You can do it. Okay, okay let me introduce the podcast formally, and uh-huh. then we we get on it. Welcome to yet another interesting episode of the Open Earth Podcast. My name is Musiso Tlamini. Those that know me call me the Pan Addict, a.k.a. the Hood Shakespeare. I'm never alone. I'm with my boy Six. What do you do, my nigga? Yo, come back and join it down. Oh, steady chilling, fam. And today we have a very special guest. Um, we have Nat and Koli from my girl, from... The award-winning. I will not leave this. The award-winning my girl Sky's podcast is a two young ladies born um, and raised in Zim that are currently based in the United Kingdom. They're amazing podcasters, and today they've been such darlings to join us on this episode. Thank you very much. And they've been really, pa- and they've been really patient with us. So yeah, like we really appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then- no, no we are. We go, are for it, go for it. <laughs> we're so <glad laughs> we're so glad to be here, and uh, yeah, just kicking it with you guys. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it. We have been looking forward to it. So have you? Yeah, and, and you know when you guys <laughs> said that we, we thought we thought you guys were just being nice because you know people say these things like, oh my god, we're looking. We're like, of course you are. Yeah, of course you are. No, no, of but course. we we. So I um, I don't know how you guys 
how guys do things but you know us girls so we we talked about it and we're like oh you know that's super exciting that they reached out you know no we have been looking forward to it so rest assured hence we made the time if we we didn't want to we would have given excuses that oh you know covid imagine getting the covid excuse and it's like i'm not even trying to really physically link up with you you know okay so yeah no there you go you guys uh, we, the podcast game have you guys we, we did want to give you guys uh we do we did want to give you guys your flowers on a um Aww. you ladies are doing an amazing job as podcasters ourselves we do know that it's not easy um it's not cheap either and, mm, mm, and mm. just yes, know that it's hard. wherever you guys are there's us down there who are looking who are looking up to you guys and you guys are breaking barriers that will make sense for all of us it's still a new space and when there's people that are up there fighting wars that we might not be fighting for example <laughs> you guys already have you guys already have patreon yeah you know yeah, um, so, so you guys you guys are part of conversations that so we are not privy to yet Yes, mm. and we, mm. we we are learning from you guys. You guys are going to fix the market for certain things. You guys have a great <laughs> listenership in in Southern Africa, and it's it's our duty as podcasters as a whole to grow the space in Southern Africa. Aww. Have so, you guys have have you guys yeah. been on 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 any other pod? Oh, they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. The two gents in in Cape Town. What's their podcast called again? Six foot weights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 I have I have a question ex- with that. I have I have a I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Um do you find it do you find it because you guys have your own podcast and you've been consistently doing it. So you guys host your own thing, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um do you find it hard or do you find it at all a bit tricky to navigate going on to someone else's podcast and letting them kind of handle or guide the conversation as opposed to you um yeah. hosting your own all the time? I love no. it. I love it too, man. I love it. Oh, yeah. like, less work, less pressure. Less pressure. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh. it's, any day. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Same. I, 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 I love it because because I'm also a fan. Um, you know, we're both fans of podcasts, mm. right? So it's just interesting to be like, okay, I'm going to you know mm. catch a vibe, and you know just bring myself to it. Whereas if you're the one hosting, mm. you kind of have to think about okay, what are we going to talk about? Mm. You know, kind of plan and mm-hmm. do all the logistics. So I actually I enjoy. Um, I think we should do more of it, Goli. I don't. Mm. I, yeah, like I, I, agree. I enjoy it being because, guests. Yeah, mm. yeah, because. Um, I mean, the only way to get more listeners is to go where listeners are. So mm. listeners listen to podcasts, right? Mm. So of course. yeah, yeah, and no, I agree. I agree. Uh, so I was listening. I was listening to one of your pods this this morning, right? Um, the the eighty seven oh one one, the one you guys did back. Oh right? my god! Which one is that one? The Asha. No, the Asha one. Remind <laughs> <laughs> me what's And I think it one. is. Um, that's the one. That's the one where I think Nat was saying that Asha could go against uh, oh JT in <laughs> in a in a versus, right? Blasphemy. And 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 like okay. Um, I, it's been a couple of months. So I just wanna, I just wanna gauge y'all. Mm. Have you thought about who would go up, who would go against Asha? Chris Brown. No. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm also thinking Chris Brown to be honest. So I, I think. Yeah, carry on. Sorry. Because because um, 
there's nothing caught up in Asher's era who could mm. go toe to toe with him. Mm. There's mm. no one. Mm. And then, yeah. and then, uh, and then on the on the flip side of it, also with Chris Brown, there's no one in Chris Brown's era that I think could go toe to toe with him. And mm. because and because the two of them make similar similar kind of music, um, I think it would make sense. Mm. I I think I recall saying something similar on the on on the pod at that time. However, I think now looking back if you think at the time that um Chris Brown and Asha reigned like if you if you maybe look at mm. the chunk of music at that time if you say okay from this time to this time we can compare because i think Chris Brown has really evolved in his music he has he has kind of yeah. grown into himself whereas Asha was a little bit more he's more refined and he kind of turned you know Chris Brown was more poppy more entertainmenty but Asha kind of really kind of I feel like he almost slowed down as he was getting you know he just Asha you know, really, Asha really Asha. made the same type of music more or less for a point in time though for a point in time like I think as time progressed I I feel like his music changed a little bit i think it was a little bit more um i don't know more, more grown yeah yeah mm. and so my has issue... music. okay my yeah, issue yeah, with chris brown is as a sort of casual fan of chris brown maybe i kind of got put off when he was putting you know like he had the long like he would have like 20 songs mm. or whatever oh, yeah, the, one of the, first... the long albums Mm. Yeah, but those were fire. Chris Brown is one of the only people that can do that, and I still love the project. I know, I, but yeah, I, feel, I think he's I, if he's not the only one, I don't honestly of anyone else who could pull that off, except I, him. Yeah, except but but him. I feel I feel like sometimes there's a balance there um, because okay, I remember when I kind of fell off the Chris Brown train was when he was putting the long albums and then it was all the EDM douche, douche, douche sort of, oh. <laughs> sort of stuff. So for yeah. me, I, I don't really even know the evolution of Chris Brown in that way. It just kind of felt like it was more quantity whereas like with... Quality. It, to me, yeah. The way, whereas with Asha, it's like you can be like bam, bam, bam. There are three classic albums or whatever. And which is why I still... Listen, I know in 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 the BLM del- days, people people want to down Justin Timberlake. But if we're really talking in terms of, uh, nah, no, that's okay, that's 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 both both parties have a great catalog, but sometimes it doesn't come down to just the catalog. It comes down to song selection. It comes down yes. to how you're able to perform these things. So so here's the thing. JT is a great artist. He's always been. We like him. But now mm. when when if you're gonna put him in a versus, in my mind, right? Versus it's it's dominantly a black crowd. Mm. Right? Mm. And because it's dominantly a black crowd, people will People like JT, but people love Asha. Mm. Oh no, Asha would Asha would win. Have, we're not even supposed to have Asha and Justin Timberlake in the same conversation. <sighs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay, 
okay, okay. Not touch our classic. I will withdraw. All I'm saying, okay, my last, my last point would be like if if we're saying if we're going back to traditional verses where it was twenty a piece, right? Mm. Like yes. fifteen, twenty a piece. Really, like in terms of just going toe to toe with Asha, not saying that they would win, right? Because mm. Asha mm. can just play confessions. Psh, but what I'm saying is like Justin can pull from a lot though, guys. He can pull so from what? just he no can. justified <laughs> Crimea. I'm not against us. No. No, but, but 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 imagine then when Usher plays whatever and then Justin Timberlake plays suit and tie. Um f- uh, f- um I'm bringing sexy back. Mm. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like mm. he, he can pull things where you're like, ah. Oh, Oh. But now it's become performance based, Nat. Yeah, that's mm. the thing. It's become okay. performance based, but we can't. It's become performance based. It's more than like like from um when when what we saw from the locks and and deep yeah. set, yeah. right? Is performance is very important. Performance is mm. important. The you crowd is very. I do not see. I do not see at any point Ash, um JT outperforming Asher. No way. In front of the versus crowd. It can't. It can't. It's like one minus ten. It can't. It can't. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Now, 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 because we're running the simulation, how much would Asha win? How many, how many, how many rounds would out Asha of, win? Out of, out of the 20. Out of 20. 20. Um, I would say a good at least 15. 15 out of 20. Yeah. Mm, I would have said I would have said like 13 I would have said 12 12 I would have said 13 I say 15 I say 15 yeah because do you know what like by the time he he, actually can bring out the the fast tracks then he can really slow it down. You know when he starts saying, he can starts really going, slow it down. Yeah, he can. He starts bringing yeah, mom and dad is home. Ah, finish. I'm just like, yeah, okay. No, that's it. You know, let's stop right here at eleven because he he can really he's got he's got that presence with him as well. And I think that's you know when you're talking about whole performing mm. over JT. Asha has got presence. You know, he just needs to be there and just be his black fine self, black excellence, black everything, which I feel JT, JT doesn't have presence. Like I've never seen any of his um, songs live. So whereas I've looked for Asha, Um, but I feel like he would be lacking in that. But that's, that's my personal opinion. I think Mm -hmm. definitely at least 14, 15 out of 20. Okay. okay, I agree with you. I'm not mad at that. I from that confession album yeah. alone. Yeah, from that confession album. confession album is fire, bro. Right? And, and that confession album, damn. Do you guys actually damn. know that um that 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 song these are my con- what these are my confession that it was mm-hmm. about um JD Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, 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 was it? I didn't know that. Yeah, because I always thought it was like Asha. I thought it was auto, it was Asha and Chili, you know. But but apparently, yeah, it's, it's Jermaine Dupree. That's why. That's why. Jenna Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So he, wait, wait, he, wait, wait. What? So you know, like he he goes like, oh, basically, you know, the song is like, these are my confessions. And mm-hmm. he's talking about how he got another girl pregnant. Mm. What, what, right. what? Yeah. So, so that mm. was Jermaine Dupree and Janet really? Jackson. Really? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I knew that. 
I knew that. That's why I wanted to ask you guys: um, do you, where, where do you guys fare on the verses between Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri and and Didi. and Didi? Oh, oh. Um, hmm. Do you guys even feel like they should be in a verses because JD writes some of the tracks he actually produces, and we know whereas, that Didi. Whereas- Diddy just a great puts the whole co, 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 exactly the co-executive producer tag he puts on songs that he didn't really co-executive yeah, but, produce but it's, it's the whole kind of even DJ Khaled thing right I think Diddy has he, he brings the magic so so yes maybe if you're technically looking you'd be like Diddy oh. provides the vibes he Did provides, he but, but, but I think he has the ear and he has the he's, business he's got a very of course, special, oh, no, of course, he's got a of course. very special ear so, so I think you would still sort of I think just for the culture you want bad boys versus what was what was Jermaine Dupri's thing what, what's the label called so so um, deaf uh, so so deaf yeah. yeah yes so so deaf I, I think bad boys would win oh my God. Damn. Yeah, the thing is, he can he can pull from a lot, but Diddy can also pull from a lot. <laughs> JT can pull from can pull from a lot, guys. Think yeah, of it. Think of it. A lot of okay, coming from Atlanta. Um. Um. Okay. In a in a in a in run the simulation in a maze out of twenty out of yes. twenty maze. Oh my God! Bad boys Faith is also crazy. Oh. Wins it. Bad boys. Okay, where is, okay, is this versus? I think that's very important. Where is this no, versus? No, is no, it in New York or Atlanta? If we put it in, in if we put it in Atlanta, JD is winning. No, but I, I, do you know I prefer the old school verse. Do you know what my favorite versus was? Yeah. Uh, Neo versus Donta Austin when they were doing the proper like producers versus like versus. not ah uh, uh. like. I would want them to go back to that. Go back to Diddy in the studio. Go back to Jermaine Dupri. Not have a but show. But then Jermaine Dupri would win. Yeah, then Jermaine would win. If that's the case. No, because they'll be just pulling out and saying, this is, you know. And and didn't didn't Diddy do the little Kim one? Um, oh, I, I forget uh. the song. But anyway, yeah. No, that would be good. Okay, let's bring it closer to home, though. Say Southern Africa, like or. Ish. Avo- okay, I'm not like- gonna. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. I don't want to go. Go on. What what verses do we want in Africa? I don't even know. Okay, I know the verses I would want is Better Boy versus Wizkid, like although that's like Afro beats, right? I think that would yeah. be interesting. Okay, I'm late to the I'm late to the Afro beats game. I love Burner Boy. I just yeah. recently got into the Wiz Kid with the new album. I just recently got introduced. Uh, but I think Diddy did an amazing job on Burner Boy's album. And by the way, there's a Lisuati there on Burner Boy's album. Really? Wrote, yeah, Ndumiso Manana. So Ndumiso Manana is now Grammy Award winning because that project um, by Burner Boy won, won a Grammy. So when you talk when you talk about that project, we'll forever raise our boy's name. You know, yeah. shout out to Manana. Shout out to Manana. You guys should check my nana's music out. I'll actually like yeah, send. Please he send. Really, he really, he really makes he's great amazing. music. He's amazing. His, yeah. His, yeah, his stuff is oh. nice. His stuff is nice. His pen is nice. His, his beat selection, everything is nice about that boy. So yeah, I guys, was gonna ask, like, like Eswatini, like, who are your sort of like musicians that are known or 
maybe not even known, but like top. What's okay. the genre that's kind of killing it and stuff? Um, okay, you guys are R and B and hip hop people, right? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate R and B and hip hop. Okay. Yeah. Go first. Um, I'm gonna see. I don't. I don't want to go. I'm gonna let you go because I don't uh, particularly focus much on the Look. the music scene. Yeah, the music scene in 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 Swaziland. But the ones, but but the ones that I do know, right? I'm gonna give you. There's there's Amari. There's Dante. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know whether he still he still makes music, but I remember there was a K Swiss. Um, there was what. What's what's homeboy's name again, dog? Um, the one that made that song, Asus. Remember Asus? Oh, oh yeah, that boy. But then he's he's just gone crazy also with the music. Like he made a great first. You know when an artist makes a great debut project and then everything else is disappointing, and then just <laughs> and then just falls off. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Tough. That's, 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 that's my tough. boy K Duty out there. I'm sorry, I'm putting you on blast, buddy. But you have not made anything that compares to what you made in your debut project. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you boys are doing over there, but you better fix something. Oh, oh, and that then first there's um, yeah, and then there's the 808. Know? What the 808 no. cave? Mm-hmm. Um, there's the 808 cave. There's um, uh, there's a young, Jojo, a, a young man called Esco. There's a young man called Lance. Live love, yeah, Lance. My name is Lance. I, I forget his stage name. Um, yeah, there's Jojo. There's um, Vilemseni. There's there's a couple there's of people. Okay, so in Swaziland, it's like the names I would give you. Sans, you probably you guys probably heard of Sans. Not really, but I'm sure. <laughs> no. If we, if we played you the really. song, you you've heard that song. No, you yeah. Okay. Think, yeah, yeah. So there's in, in Swaziland, if top of my head, if I had to give you artist, um, let me try put local artist on. I'd say Boloja. Boloja mm-hmm. is a great plan and that's like the language and, and because you guys can understand Siswati, you would definitely mm-hmm. love that. Um, there's mm-hmm. Velem Sini, um, there's, um, if we get into the R&B world, there's Tribo, oh, there's Tribo and Hanwa, that's beautiful. Oh, Hanwa's leaving SD, by the way. Safe travels, Hanwa. Um, there's Nomalunge Lojala, the Psychologian, there's... Okay. Um, and then the new cats, Sakile was naming the pretty new guys that are ta- that are taking over. Those are the young artists that are, are building. So we have a budding scene in Swaziland. Unfortunately, entertainment is still not an industry in our country because there's just not enough money circulating. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah. We'll send we'll send you guys links for sure. Uh, yeah. But also do, do put us on with with like Zim people. Hmm. Goli, are you still there? Um, Zim, okay, so I'll talk about the big names, not, not that there's people that I necessarily listen to, but there's a guy called Jar Prazer. He's he's probably one of the biggest. A uh, guy called Winky D. So they kind of do, Winky D kind of does what's called Zim Dancehall. So it's kind of like, um, yeah, yeah, Zim Dancehall. So it's, it's, it's like this whole dancehall reggae culture that they've kind of, you know, done tailored a sort of zim version of so it's quite big especially like in harare and the capital city and stuff mm-hmm. uh there's a girl called Gemma. uh she's a white girl like she's a singer and she sometimes sings in shona um like one of the languages um and then 
down south, like in Bulaya and Matabele land, in like Ndebele speaking, um, there's a guy called Nsiz K. Um, he's really, really good. I love him. Uh, there's a guy called Begezela, but he's based in South Africa. Uh, but he's good. There's a girl called Berita. Um, she's also based in South Africa. There's this group called Insingiz um, Emyama, uh, but they're based in Austria. But they do like almost kind of like um, oh, what's that music? What's that? Like um, Black Follows. Is it called Black? Anyway, that kind of like traditional um, sort of uh, music, like Mambazo. Is, is what I'm thinking. I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, with that. Um, that what kind do they of. Call it? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Lady Smith. Lady Smith. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, Grammy yes. Award winning Lady Smith back yeah. on Basel. They, they were just in Scotland um, a month back. Really, really, yeah. So, yeah. So, 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 those are some of the people. And I think likewise, there, there are all these young sort of hip hop guys. A guy called Asaf um and 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 other people it's 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 an industry that's finding its feet as well i think um because we we draw i don't know if like eswatini is the same way you kind of you know south africa has just such a big impact of course uh, mm-hmm. yeah um but um but 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 yeah i think we're trying in in our own way to kind of create our own your sound. own industry your own yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and not just it's being like South Africa. Yeah. Okay. I I, I okay. interviewed um, uh, I interviewed Tino Chignani. Yes, the model. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's, yes, that's yes. probably the only person from Zim I've interviewed. Um, I've heard a couple of classmates that are from Zim, and uh, oh, really? Zim people are pretty smart. You guys, right. you guys have a great yeah. education system. Yeah, yeah, we do. Did. I, I remember, I remember even like it in was... high school, a bunch of my yeah, classmates and the, the teachers the were, were were dominantly Zimbabwean. Mm. So I just yeah, yeah, no, you're no, smart. No. Is it the Hello? food? It's it's the veggies. The stuff that we grow in our back gardens. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay, my song of the week, guys. Um, <laughs> our intro, our introduction song is gonna be Joe Biden. It's a song called Road Reversal. Up in the store, glance up at the wall, pick out a few kids. Uh, I need 11s in these. Matter of fact, while you at it, bring them in a size six. Uh, I take shorty shoes off, like here, try on these J's, make sure them shits fit. Uh, but in my head, it gets thick, saying Joey fall back, cause that's not your kid. I don't know you, little nigga. And plus, I got a son of my own. Yeah, but he's at home, and the way he's being raised, I don't really condone. Nah, cause his pops been gone Fuck it, I'll explain it to him later when he's grown Old enough to have a phone Asking why mommy hate me and he got a sneak to call me whenever he's alone So, you wouldn't know it, but I got a sore spot for you See, we share them same obstacles Looking from the outside may seem like you neglect them But when he slips up and calls me dad, I correct him 
I protect them. When baby girls start venting about you, I say respect them. And though it seems out of order, my own mistakes have turned me into your biggest supporter. Fast forward, you wouldn't believe how I could love like mine, what I didn't conceive. Try to help him reach shit that I never achieved. Am I doing it for him or is it my own grievance? Me and my baby moms, we don't do the conversation. Some cramped in the back, two bedroom shack with seven people living there, just congregating. So when your child with me, I'm overcompensating. I'm talking eight bedrooms, seven baths. My son thinking that's the shit that only heaven has. Mine's gotta keep it cool. Yours get to see the view. White marble around the end ground. Get it cool. Mine's gotta go to the wide. Shit, yours just gotta walk outside. And the funny shit, the irony of it all, and it's just sad. Walked away, yet I'm the stepdad. Uh, and then you get on Skype, on Skype, saying how you being, what's the word? And I be in the back. Are you, you're pulling, is it all Joe Fadden? Like from his yes, tapes? Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Roll reversal. Um, I know, Cody, I know you just had um, your second kid. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Um, I know you just had your baby. And I, I wanted to ask um, this question to you. There was a case um, that was in court in Swaziland earlier this mm. week. And I know you guys can relate because you're African, right? Mm. So this, this 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 dad was taking the baby mama to court mm. because, um, well, they have a situation where the kid lives with the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad has custody of the kid, but then the mom, the, the kid visits the mom every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. But the mom, they have a difference in beliefs. Right. The mom believes in traditional stuff that dad oh. is a bit Christian and whatnot, right? Okay. So every time when the kid goes to visit the mom, um, they come back with weird markings and what, what, oh, and what, yeah. what. So now the dad approached the courts and said, you know what? I might need my kid to stop going there because every time when my kid comes back, my son comes back with markings and whatnot, right? Mm, mm. So I want to ask you, Tony, if you were ever faced with a situation like that as a parent, as a person that's had that has a kid who's yeah. actively raising someone, how do you think you deal with that situation? And how sensitive are those issues when it gets to a difference in beliefs when you're now raising an entire human being who is totally dependent on you oh, as parent? Yeah. Well, I think the, the, the very, very, very first thing is, you know, when you're having a child with someone, and I appreciate that, you know, not every child is planned. You don't go out. Some people go out there and be like, oh, you know, I want to have a baby. Some people go out there and children are, as a result, children are born out of love, but also born out of one night stands. The most important thing is that when you're having a child with someone is that you share the same values. That is my personal belief. So being a Christian and then finding that someone also believes in, in the traditional side of things, I would it would really make me think twice about, okay, if we're going to have kids together, whose value system is going to be raised? You know, is it going to be the Christian side? Is it going to be the traditional side? And I think if you're going to go into a relationship like that, if you're going to bring children, then discussions need to be had. It's all about communication. I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm saying you now need to communicate and let these things know, be known that, oh, you know what, I mean, in my family, see a lawyer or see a lawyer or do this. <laughs> you need to have this conversation so that you're not, um, you're, you're not confronted at a later stage, you know, by these things that kind of maybe uh, you're now saying that, oh, you know, I, I, this is, I don't believe in this. 
in terms of how sensitive it is it's it's a very sensitive sensitive topic because that is what that person believes in you know if they believe in traditional medicine that is what they believe in that is what they've been brought up in that is what they you know you need to believe in something and that is and you can't fault somebody for what they believe in um so i think the the, the very first thing is just if you're entering relationships long term short term whatever it is if you're think if you see that there might be a potential that we are in this for the long long run if there is a child being brought in then you need to these conversations need to be had so that it doesn't come out and then it's like oh you know this is too sensitive for me i'm not going to have the conversation with you face to face i'm going to take you to court kind of thing um how would i deal with it i gosh it's tricky um it's 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 such a tricky thing and it's it's so multifactorial there's so many layers to it um mm. but you can't like i'm saying you can't fault somebody for believing in something and I, you can't fault somebody for saying that oh you know what just because when uh, you you believe in something that i don't necessarily see quote unquote fit um you can't not have a child with this person and if the father feels that his religion is the right religion so to speak you can't either mother still is going to have a, a part to play in that in in his life and she will be doing things maybe not even with the son knowing do you know what i mean she can go to yeah do you see what i mean so it's just it's it's an ongoing battle and i i feel like it's a it's a tricky one really tricky um, okay okay um i i want to get a little personal here golly okay um I I listened to one of the pods. I'm not sure whether it was the same 8701 pod, but yeah. um you guys spoke about having sibling, having half siblings. Yes. Um and and uh in the conversation you didn't dive too much into it. You said you mm-hmm. were going to go have it on Patreon, but I didn't have your Patreon so I only got mm-hmm. that small portion. But mm-hmm. um you spoke about not pay you guys in short. It, like that's the that's the short of it. No no no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. <laughs> Don't do that. No, um but like but like what 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 you were saying was that um there are sometimes from what from what you were saying, what I understood was sometimes it's 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 and reconnect with your half sibling because you guys grew up in different environments and yeah you you essentially have a parent that you don't share so you yeah you and you do different things and yes. so on and so forth right yeah um now my first question you just had your second child right mm-hmm. um uh, do is do you, was it with the same man no no it wasn't no. yeah okay um was based off of that conversation yeah. that you guys had mm-hmm. um was was having all of your children come from the same parents a thing that you always wanted to happen or it didn't good, matter that much good question um and uh, you know you, you make me think about you know the the things that i say and um you know so now i am in the situation where i have got uh, a child with um so my first child's dad um unfortunately he 
passed away a few years ago. Um, and I am with somebody else. No, no. That we went together. And I am with with somebody else. Um, so was it important to me? The answer is no. I had my first child when I was um, 17, going on 18. I was very young, so I can't say that I would want to have it, even if he was alive now, I don't, I can't say I would want to have children with him because our relationship evolved. I evolved as a person and definitely my, the things that I wanted in um, a man, I know what I want now compared to when I was that, when I was a teenager, you see what I mean? So mm-hmm. It is, it, it's, it's never crossed my mind that, oh, you know, I, I want to keep my kids together. I, I can see how, you know, having children born from the same mom, same dad, how that can be um, a nice loving relationship. At the same time, you know, just because you have the same mom and same dad doesn't necessarily guarantee you that you have the uh, relationship that is, um, you know, full of as love. Nurturing and as loving. Exactly. Yeah. I am in a position now where I've got two children and my partner also has got two kids. So I'm a mom, I'm a stepmom, um, and I feel like it is my responsibility to kind of bring these children together. And that is what I saw my mom doing. So my mom had me and my brother and then she married, um, the, you know, my sibling's father. So my half, half siblings. And the way she brought us up was that she brought us up with with love you know that these are your siblings this is you together and that is kind of how i would like to to emulate um, a relationship and moving forward i'm hoping that my kids can um have kids with the same partners because i there's challenges for both there's challenges in having um kids with you know like having half siblings exactly Um, but these challenges can be overcome and I think it's it's doable. It's something that I'm actively doing and I can see that, you know, oh, this explains why my mom did this and this explains why this happened. It makes sense to me now. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that's doable and I love my kids, all of them, um, with, with all my heart and I just want them to, to, to succeed and to be happy. All right, shout out, shout out. Because um, you see, when I think about... Uh, that that was that was a very great answer, by the way. Um, but you see, when when I when I think about um, see with me, right? Mm. I I have never thought. You see, the whole half sibling thing. Mm-hmm. It only recently got into my vocabulary, and that's only through other people. Right. Um, okay. For me, it's never been a thing of half sibling, like because if 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 that's if if I use that metric, that okay. Uh, I have half siblings. Then that that to me feels like then I don't really have an actual sibling because I don't mm. really have an actual sibling. So wait, can I ask? Do you have half siblings or do you have just siblings? Yeah, yeah, yes. I have half. All you of half my siblings sibling. are half siblings. As I don't you call have, them as siblings. Yeah, yeah no, the, yeah, those, those are my brothers and that's my sister. Like, yeah, yeah. To me, yes, we have different parents, but it's mm-hmm. never a thing of you are like my half this year, my now man. Right. You, yeah, you are entirely my sibling. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. And I feel that it's the way that your parents or the people around you, the way they nurture you to grow up. Like mm. I, I when I'm speaking with my quote my half siblings, I never it never comes up to me. It never um, 
it, it, it doesn't raise anything in my head that, oh, you know, this person is not fully my sister. I don't love her half because she's half a sibling. I love her wholly. Mm. I love her fully, you know. Um, I, I think the episode that you're probably talking about is when we're looking at the siblings that we don't necessarily know of. And I think I may have particularly said, yeah, you know, that yeah, from, yeah. My, from my dad's side, there's children that no, I no. do not know. Um, who may try to come up now and develop a relationship? And I was like, you know, um, it's a sensitive, it's a sensitive, it's a sensitive uh, subject for me. And I suppose mm. if I was encountered with um, with someone who came up and said, oh, you know, it's actually um, Moffat was also my dad. I don't know how I would react, but if you were to ask me right now at this very moment, my initial reaction is to back up against the wall and be like why you know my guard goes up immediately like why now why are you, you know? coming up to yes. me now with yeah. this what what do you possibly want to gain from this yeah interaction because you've yeah. been chilling this entire time exactly yeah so that is that is it but you know yeah it's a it's a sensitive it's a sensitive uh little little subject but you know i yeah. learn i learn and i certainly from the patreon conversation that. Natasha and I had after, you know, she... After that. Yeah, she highlighted... So she also has siblings. But, you know, like you, she doesn't call them a half-siblings, etc. Um, and I think just seeing other people's reactions and, you know, people from people... From these siblings who then come up as time progresses and how they open up, like... Matt, I hope I'm not stealing your business. No, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm sure maybe you can just come in here and just mm. speak for yourself about mm-hmm. how you have had siblings coming up in mm. the latter few years and mm. how you've welcomed them and how your family has welcomed them, mm. you know? So I learned from that. I learned from these situations um, that, you know, it is possible to have love for somebody who you may have just met two, two months ago, two days ago, two hours ago, mm. you yeah. know? Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's... okay. Before Ned comes in, can I just throw in one, one more thing in this conversation? Yes. Of course. Um, you are answering from a mature family building type of um, perspective, right? Mm, mm. Um, I want to ask from a younger, less mature <laughs> perspective. <laughs> um, recently, recently, I experienced, and she listens to this, I love you, but... I recently experienced a situation of dating someone that might have a kid with another person. Uh-huh. From a, when you're younger, how can that be? For I want, I wonder from a girl's perspective, uh, how is it like dating in your younger age? How was it like? If you have, you, do you ever face a situation where you dated, where you dated someone that had a kid and they still had to face? baby mama problems or whatever was concerned and did it have an effect on your relationship um well i'll answer first and i'll say no so when i was younger i the guys then like in my 20s like there was i didn't date anyone who had any children it was only um so, so i've never had to deal with any baby mama drama personally um Natasha. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, before 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 we okay, get before, to that, right? Before we okay, get to okay. that, So so in your twenties when you were dating, you mm. you were kind of on the reverse of the question. Mm, so you mm. were the one who had the kid. How mm-hmm. was the dating pool then? 
Like, oh, yes. and, 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 and when oh. you and when you when you decided to date someone, did you decide to date someone based off of um, the common thing that I hear, which is yes. you have to accept my kid if you're coming into my life because you know that I already. Oh have gosh. Person, so did you consider gosh. that person's fatherly skills? Gosh, no. Also, yeah. uh, okay, so, okay. If I'm really honest, when I was younger, um, when I was younger, to be honest, I I started thinking a great deal about the person who um, I would have a family with, the person who I would marry. Like, you know, I, I think most girls get into relationships and like, oh, you know, I want to marry this person. But I look back now and I think, oh, thank God I didn't marry the people I, I thought I would marry um, for the simple reason that... The simple reason that there's some that I look back now and think this person couldn't have handled even my 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 daughter couldn't have handled um me and my daughter you see what i mean because mm. we were just we were just younger then you know it was just easy because you're like oh yeah i've got a daughter she's this old but as time progresses your daughter my daughter got older you know so she became a teenager and she became and then she was like okay so this person that I'm, and but as she's a teenager now i'm a little bit older as well right so i'm no longer looking at so i'm not meeting people who are a little bit older and um some of these might have kids and i'm like okay so maybe how is this going to so then i start thinking about okay so what's my family going to look like when i was younger i tell you i just i thank god that i didn't settle didn't marry um at that age because it would have been an absolute uh disaster okay mm. there were a lot of things that you didn't consider at the time that you yes. to consider as you got yes older. because got i think older. yes and i think because when you're a little bit younger you're just thinking about which is the fairy tale right but then as time progresses you get to realize that you know in that fairy tale there's a lot of cracks there's a lot of compromise there's a lot of working together with someone it's not all just about you it's about you and another person and how and the values like again that's some that's something that comes up quite a lot for me um in that you're looking you're building a future with somebody with the same values as you whereas before it's like okay what are my values and who am i um mm. so you Still know kind of had to figure yourself out yes yeah exactly okay, so okay. That's it. yeah Ned, let's bring you into the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Have you dated someone with a kid before? Um, how was that dynamic? And did you consider? Um, did you have to play stepmother? If you did, how did that <laughs> affect your and, relationship? And if and 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 based uh-huh. and and if all of the answers to this are yes and yes, <laughs> uh, um, did that little did that little kid even like you? so so the thing is so now i'm in my 30s and most of the men because most of the men that i'm talking to seeing are my age or older and most of them have kids right so like you know (laughs) no we do but you know oh you do (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm open. I'm open. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but I think I've never. Um, I'm trying to think. I probably haven't really had uh, with with the guys who've had kids. I haven't really had like that. You know, sort of like long term 
proper close relationship where we're in close proximity and um you know maybe even like living together for example um and 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 have to be involved in their life as much you know what i mean so mm-hmm. in terms of like the dynamics with the kids it's very much been hello hi you know like that very you know but i i haven't been in that situation where maybe i'm you know part of the decision making or the kid is coming to my house um and, and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it is something that i think about um because it's always been surface level yeah 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 but 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 i think you know i've kind of accepted the fact that it's likely that you know when i do get married or whatever it probably will be with somebody with 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 kids right um but i think just from my assessments and stuff i, I would be keen that it would be um not young kids just because i want attention as well I know it sounds mm. super selfish, right? Mm. And um, <laughs> so selfish. I don't think it sounds selfish because I think so everyone honest. just wants everyone wants that attention. That's honest, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I think we live in a world where, like, anything other than saying put the kids first is just a no-no, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so if he comes up and he's like, "Oh, my kids, this, my kids, that," like you can't say anything. Like, yeah, you, you can't just... even be like, "Yo, let's not talk about the kids today." Yeah, or you can't even. Go, but... <laughs> Nigga, I don't care about your kids. I care Yo, about the horrible kids. Yo, I had a bad day. You I have to tell say... you. I have to tell you what Joe said at work. Yeah, or you can't even say like. um but you were with your kid yesterday what about me <laughs> you, know, uh, yeah. you, you can't have it but what, uh, yeah. but, but what i've kind of found is that with with people who have older you know if maybe the kid is now depend like like self whatever dependent or whatever like i think my thing is like if maybe if the kids are like eight upwards if they're teenagers even better because they don't want to be around their parents. Yeah. So, I don't have to deal with them. Yeah, don't want to be around. So I don't have around. to deal with them. Um, but I think the, the the young, the under five, it's it's it's, it's a very... It's, it's a, a situation that I would like to sidestep and, and not be a part of. Um, do, you, do you have any kids of your own? No, not yet. You, okay. you want them? Yeah, 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 oh. I would. Okay. 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 So wait, I, I, you I, said I, you said you said you would date. Wait, wait. You said you would date younger men. You would date a younger man. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> and how and how was that experience? It was, it was okay. Um. But 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 again, I think it wasn't as uh like proper like deep deep like relationship. It it was oh, fine. But sometimes, nigga, nah. what's yeah. that? You just used the young nigga. Yeah. No, no, no. You made him. You made, you made him. Fall, you made him fall in love, and it was like. With oh, energy, huh? Yeah. And you're like, mm, but I don't really take you seriously. <laughs> no, yeah, sometimes... You were just exploring the young nigga. Yeah. <laughs> he fell in love. Oh my god. What's that? What's this current um? Uh, this this song that's going around. This you want a gang? You want what's it? You, you want to chill with the big boys? Have you guys heard the big boys? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, 
but sometimes you know like considering our african culture you do have to think of ah, you know what will this the sisters say what will the mm. mom say I, i think there's there's something in the back of my mind that's kind of been like oh you know if you're a little bit older yes when there's the two of you it's nice but then when you now involve other people um you kind of have to navigate that yeah have you ever yeah. um have you ever had an instance where you're in a relationship with someone and um everything is going everything is great with you with 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 you guys and and maybe you take this person seriously yeah um but then the family but then family dynamics get into your relationship so much so that you guys can't work out no actually no um i i haven't had that i mean i've had like the opposite way like the family will love me if <laughs> even mm. after we've kind of <laughs> broken up um to the point where you know you know i i've kind of had to reevaluate like okay why am i still talking to your to mom his mom why is why the mom yeah, yeah, the mom's to... calling yes. me we have asked that... this question <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and sometimes you don't realize that those things kind of hold you back when that person has moved on himself. But no, I I I've been fortunate in in and you know and it's something that I hope for, you know, a future future relationship that I because I think family is very important to me. Um and I would love to to yeah, I think yeah, when you just enter into horrible family dynamics, it it just destroys relationships. You'd love to be loved by the niggas family. Uh, yeah, and all all What happens what happens if your family him. doesn't like him? What happens if your family doesn't like him? Okay. If he's a broke nigger, what if he's a broke nigger and your mom's like a uh, man? <laughs> Why? No. Broke, broke broke people it, into it, it's mass life. It's important oh, for God. Broke boys don't <laughs> don't <laughs> I know okay, that's wait, wait. right. Yeah, okay, so, so, so you guys, none of you guys have ever, have you ever dated a broke guy? Yeah, I have. I mm. have to. I have to. No, I'm not. Okay, 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 okay. So, so now, so now, I'm picking up that this is past tense, right? Cool. So, yes. why did you guys break up? Because of he, because he was broke. Brokenness? No, mine was more distance. So he was. Oh, um, you were guys were in a distance you were, relationship. You were, you were, you were, yeah. You're, you're dating a broke nigga <laughs> and it's long distance. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that know. was never gonna work, yeah. man. I know. I know. Struggles. Yeah. Yeah. It was. If you're in a yeah. long distance relationship, the person should be a person that can land in London anytime. Hey. Wow, guys. <laughs> or, or fly you out. Or fly you out somewhere. Yeah. 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 But I was following the hearts. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we we hear Collie. Collie um is 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 making us holler at. Oh, I I forgot her name now. You want to explain what the name meant? Even. Oh, sorry. You can hear. I thought you. I thought you could minimize it. Oh, sorry. Liana. No, no, we. Liana, we. Liana. We, 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 Liana. Liana. Yes. Um, that's in that's wait wait what language is this? As in Debele. In Debele, Liana. Liana, yeah. So it's Because like Liana is training. Exactly. Yeah. Ah. Liana. Training. Absolutely. Oh, shut up. That's. Is busy so. 
Yeah. Um oh, guys, man. you guys have a great you guys have a great listenership in Mozambique. And yes. we know Mozambique has been having a, a little bit of its political crisis. Mm. Um Swaziland had its own, South Africa had its own, Zim has been going through its own. What do you guys as as people that are in the diaspora, right? Mm-hmm. What conversations do you guys have with white people about politics in Africa and what are the biggest um you know so, you know when you mm. get to a certain place like the UK people can ask you things that can be a bit offensive what are yeah. some of the things that people have questioned you about where you just felt like oh my god that's a bit offensive I don't know if it's like offensive but it's like with the zim situation it was always the question about the land Yes, um, about the, the 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 land grab. So you know, you know, so you guys will know that um, in the what late nineties, two thousands, you know, Mugabe sort of encouraged uh, war vets and people to sort of grab farms, literally from white people. From so white like, people. yeah, so so white people were displaced. So and then that kind of coincided with people. Um, um, you know, leaving the country because that's when the economy went down and everything. So you're kind of faced with this situation where you've left home for, you know, as families for economic reasons, right? And you're now in these countries and then you have, you know, white people asking you, oh, that Mugabe's, that's just, it's, it's terrible mm, what he's doing with, mm, the, with the farmers. Mm. And it's, it's kind of like, Okay, what do I say? Do I keep it real? Yeah, because I... I'm just thinking about like I'm just thinking about Loki being like, well, I mean, what do you think was gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. Because, because at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, the land did have to be redistributed. Anyway, but, but it's I the might not way, agree with the way, the way yeah, yeah. how we went about it. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like, are you really? Because I remember one time I started a new job, and this guy was like, oh, Zimbabwe, oh Mugabe. Then he was like, Mugabe. oh. <laughs> then I found out that he's married to a white South African and then he was like oh my god and they had a, a friend who's a roadie which is basically like white Zimbabweans who were like Rhodesians and he was saying how um, that friend's farm got taken um, and the fr- and I was just like oh my god and this is not this is like my manager's manager like big guy Damn. and I was there and he was just, oh it's so terrible what's happening mm. in and I just sat there and I, I just I was just like it's my first day in this job I can't I can't, I can't, I can't be as honest with you I can't tell the white man how I, I really feel about that Yo, exactly man. because it's such a nuance so I think that the, the land situation was just always kind of difficult to navigate because at mm. the same time it's kind of like they'll be like you know, you almost don't have a leg to stand on because yeah. you're like you're not in your country. You've you've left for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so know? now, if you so now if you agree with what is happening in your country, if they decide to do the same thing to you, then uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that's that's the that's that's the 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 most. Uh, and then obviously now, like with the COVID stuff, 
I think it was just kind of annoying, like with the whole oh, South African, African variant, and then like Southern Africa just being blanketed, and and it's just like okay, this is just all political. Mm. Okay, guys, well, we're we we're, we're just punished for being the kids that are smart. That exactly. Help. That's what we were punished for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then it comes out like a few days later that oh, actually, in is it Belgium, wherever they'd also yes. seen it, but they just hadn't declared it. Exactly. You know, so. So it didn't actually start there by us. It's just someone yeah. that brought it to no, us. No, we yeah. just are the people that said, "Hey, guys, look." This yeah. Mad. Um, absolutely mad. Okay, you got you guys are based over there. You guys are black voices finding your feet in podcasting how did that come about and how do you guys feel about the power of podcasting amongst us as young africans yeah i think um it just really came about from us having conversations um and then talking for hours <laughs> and then being like oh this this, this should be recorded <laughs> you know mm. we used to s- sit around with friends and like we would talk and uh you know try and solve africa's problems <laughs> and you know try and you know talk about okay are we actually going to go back home mm. are we you know and i think for us um, don't, sorry to cut you off please don't mm. glide over that question just like that are you are you looking forward to going back um so for me it's not a question about i am looking forward to but i think i see i would like to envision a, a, a life where it's it's a bit of both right mm-hmm. I, I don't see myself fully like 100 percent like being in zimbabwe full-time um, I think I see where I'm spending months in Zimbabwe, months here. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just not ready to sort of be home full time. Um, but I want to live the life where, you know, I avoid winters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it's winter here, I go home. Mm, mm. Um, oh, you want to live like the rich white people live. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. That's the dream. Yeah, no, definitely. So a hybrid kind of mm-hmm. um living where, you know, I am here when I want to be here, but I am home. Um you see the way we I still call it home. We we still call it home. So there's still like that desire to have some part of, you know, being a part of that belonging, that community. Um but I do not um I do not see myself being um in Zimbabwe full time either. The answer is no. How do you guys feel about Southern African leaders? Mm. Where do be you more start? Specific. Yeah. Be more specific. No, I'm not, not going to be more specific because we all know the problems in Southern Africa. Yes, they are different, but there's yeah. something that's similar about all of the leaders. I, th- I think the thing is, like, the instruments that bring Southern Africa together, so particularly SADC, is very weak. Mm-hmm. If you, in comparison to, like, ECOWAS, which is, like, you know, the West African body, the, the, you see, like, they take action. Whereas with SADC, mm. like, for example, like the Zim situation, they've just let it go on. There's this whole camaraderie, you know, of, oh, we are brothers and, you know, you know, and there's this whole bringing in the culture of respecting elders mm. that is very unhealthy. 
across southern africa but i think you know you have people like um there's that guy um the botswana i say that guy apologies the the former botswana president i forget his name he was he used to be yes like he he used to kind of speak out although to be honest i don't really know like how i mean botswana seems to be stable you know yeah i'm sure there are issues is pretty much botswana is probably the only botswana and namibia seem to be the only countries that are doing well in southern africa and 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 south africa really yeah i mean obviously south africa's issues yeah south africa's (laughs) guys they just have resources but coming to um the political situation it's getting deep yeah 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 but but in terms of the resources they are still i guess what we kind of look 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 at um zambia is coming up you know they've had the new president so i think to be honest south southern africa leaders need to realize that it's all interconnected so you can't ignore what's happening in zim for example you can't Mm. ignore what's happening in eswatini and just be like oh we're sovereign nations it's all interconnected because if a country like zim does well it will help everyone right Mm. even the conversations that are happening in south africa that are happening wherever about maybe pressures and whatever on jobs and all that stuff it all has a trickling effect so i just wish and we just need new younger blood to be honest some of these people need to retire you know, just chill, look after your grandkids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just go. <laughs> just leave the office, bro. Just go chill out. Yeah. Just I, I, always, I always say these things in this country, right? Every youth organization or even the Ministry of Sports, Culture and Youth Affairs in our country, they have all these board members and the youngest person that's employed, they're employed as a receptionist or somewhere down there in that line. There's no people in decision-making that are young. So it doesn't make sense to say you are making decisions for young people when you are old yourself. You are out of touch with the reality on the ground. So you don't know the right type of decisions to make when you have to make them. Anyways, you understand. So that's how I feel about African, Southern African leaders and just African leaders as a whole. They need to realize that the jig is up. Mm. Africa, Africa's young people. And we need to invest because unfortunately, if we don't invest in young leadership, then we just going to continue in this cycle of mm-hmm. extremism that we we're talking about, where we move from bad to worse. Because I feel like what's happening now in Southern Africa is we're only, even in our country, we're only pointing out at, yeah, hey, this is the problem, but what's the alternative what's the solution? solution? What's the solution, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, don't just tell me what's... The easiest thing to do, Nat and Koli, is to point fingers. Mm. Everyone mm. can do it. Mm. But the hardest thing is finding the solutions and actually executing it. Because mm. some people claim to have a certain message of democracy, but then every action that they do is against what they claim to be for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it makes me wonder, you're an opposition party that claims the current regime does not trust on young people, but there's no young people in your own party. <laughs> <laughs> in your own movement. What the fuck and are then, you acting? And then, and then on top about? of that, on top of that, on top of that, you complain about transparency with the current regime, but you're not transparent with what you Yo, actually no. want. Hmm. It's it's funny you say that because you could literally be talking about Zim. Exactly. 
with our what is the Zanapia youth with the youngest is uh, in their 50s. 60. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, so in Swaziland, just to give you guys a, a, a brief, in our parliament, right, we have 59 constituencies. Mm-hmm. And then because we realized that women were not um, being voted into parliament, we now have, we have four regions in Swaziland, the high field, the low field, um, we have Shiseleni, and then we have Lubombo. So now we have female MPs that are appointed um, from those, just to make sure that we have females into the fray, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys will be so shocked that from 59 constituencies, the women will only, we will only have one or two voted for MPs that are female. One out of 59. Wow. And the wow. youngest people, there's no MP in their 20s. Wow. That's bad. None. And, 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 and remember the statistics that I told you guys when we were starting this? Mm. 60 over 70% of the country are young people. Wow. And 50% of those were born after two, 2005. So that shows you the population is really young really in young. this country. And they're not being represented. <laughs> are they not being, not being represented? Not being represented. And then, and then uh, I, for, I forget the percentage of, of the youth that are unemployed. Mm. It's over 60%. Over 60, yeah. Oh. So, uh, mm. Are they not voting? Yes, they are not. That's also okay. that's also another yeah. problem. The young people are not voting, and yeah. those that are voting are voting because people yeah. don't even understand. They don't even understand um, how important it is to vote for a person to be in parliament. That's mm-hmm. where our predicament is in this country. We still just vote for you because you come on elections and you buy people food. Mm. You know, and because the young people don't understand that the situ everything that happens in parliament that's why for us it was very important to have this podcast also we want to take the conversations that happened in that happens in the senate the cabinet and parliament and have it in 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 and communicate with mm. young people in terms that they can understand because everything that happens in those buildings they Affects they us. have a direct impact on us mm, mm. But for years, young people in this country have always shied away from the real conversations. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's it's... A, yeah. Sorry, you can continue. No, no, no. I was going to say, so, so spaces like this are really important. Um, you know, where you can have lighthearted conversations and then talk about like the real issues. Real and then exactly. I think that's, that's the beauty about podcasting because, you know there's a low barrier to entry, right? Um, and then you can shape that conversation. So no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm loving what you're saying and kind of goes back to what you were saying about the importance of podcasting, you know, amongst Africans or like in Southern Mm. Africa, you know, it's a new medium, but actually, you know what? Conversations are really important. Conversations move the dial forward. Mm. Um, conversations kind of, bring stuff in the consciousness of people, you know, that they may not have been aware of. And people start having certain conversations that they may not have thought about. Mm. Um, And I think it's really important that we continue kind of building this space. And it's a space that's not going away, right? We're calling it podcasting now, you know, in five years, it'll be something something else. else. But it's conversation at the heart of it. It's conversation. Um, And actually, I'm excited to kind of see 
you know, we know like South Africa has podcasts, whatever, but um, I know we once spoke to a guy from Malawi. Mm. Um, what's his name, Tony? Uh, um, gosh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but I think the more we kind of connect and yeah, you know, there, there, there's, there's the conversation and then there's the, the market itself and, you know, showing that, okay, podcasting is a viable space mm. for markets to tap mm. into. So, yeah. And it's, and it's also a form of history keeping. I think that that's the most mm. important right. thing is right. that right. years from now, people, absolutely. It's a form that people be, yeah. always turn back and like, oh gosh what was happening in 2020 and you know, what was, what were the key things and, um, and, and learn from that and just reflect on that as well. But guys, unfortunately I, I will need to run away because my little girl is, is complaining, but I, I know Nat is staying is going to be a true pie and carry on with you, but it's been absolutely, um, Oh, you have to run with him. Okay. I have to run. I do apologize. Thank you. We'll let you go. No, no, no. We've kept you for long. We fully understand. You have a little to rush to. Thank you so much. No worries. Um, We really appreciate you. No worries. I look forward to to listening back to it. Okay, cool. Definitely. Shout out. Thank you. Nat, Nat, you still you still gonna be with us? You're not you're yeah, not rushing. Yeah, no, I'm here. I was hoping she, I, ho- I was hoping she wasn't gonna press finish recording. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what? I'm you know what frustrates me though sometimes about about mm-hmm. the the podcasting thing is that like mm-hmm. we we'll we'll sit here and we'll talk about these things that that matter. Mm-hmm. And and you see the the subject of what matters sometimes it's subjective but there are things that matter across the board right mm-hmm. now we sit here and we talk about politics and we talk about what needs to be we talk about the conversations that need to be had and what needs to change within our countries and whatnot but people I think for me what's very frustrating is how long people take to pick up on having these conversations oh yes six you're leading me to a a, a question that like, i asked if you the last time uh when you go back home nat mm. um you talked about um in zim you you are either really poor or mm-hmm. you're really mm-hmm. rich right mm-hmm. how do you feel about the knowledge disparity amongst the people now when you when you're in the uk and when you go back home how do you feel about that knowledge disparity? I think Sake's question links to that for me. How do you feel like, mm. what is it that the poor people really have no access of knowledge to and what that the rich people do have? Because knowledge can also be very influential into how much money you have or mm. how much money you're even going to make. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think it's an interesting one because uh, particularly for Zimbabwe, I feel that social media has is one of the tools that is creating an almost even playing field or bringing people together just because the way zim is set up right everyone has to have whatsapp right um and then most people will buy so even people like in the rural areas will buy these bundles right which will have normally will have whatsapp and then have facebook uh twitter is sort of relatively new so what you're finding now is that uh, particularly Facebook will have more traffic. But again, granted, it is still people who are 
um, maybe not the poorest of the poor, right? Um, so in terms of information, I feel WhatsApp has played a big role in sort of like the spreading of information. But I think where there's a real disparity with the knowledge gap, right, is if you're poor and if you're hustling, you're not going to care about this new bill that's being put through parliament. You know, like, for example, like in Zimbabwe, there's this bill that's it's a patriotism bill which is ridiculous because why should you legislate patriotism, <laughs> right? Mm. Amongst your citizens. But it's just a tool which is trying to um, sort of like um, uh, pull down debate and and sort of make people scared to kind of speak out, right? Um, but so if people are having the, those debates on social media, people in the diaspora, for example, we have access to Wi-Fi, whatever, right? So we can have these debates, robust debates, but somebody who is in the deep, deep, right, in Baybridge or wherever and is struggling, they don't care if an MP comes with like rice, <laughs> that's what know, matters to them that's what matters to them and that's what they hear right and even if that MP represents ZANPF which is the ruling party they don't care because all they know is that oh um, Mr. Ndo gave me rice that's all I know that's all I know <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's, that's the I man that about. I'm voting for because he's going to yeah. give me more rice yeah exactly <laughs> I, they I never do hey they only come yeah, back on the next yeah yeah yeah, so I think I think I think there's there's the knowledge is also linked with the need, right? Because if people wanted to find the the, the information that's what I was saying about the what they can, but you know when you're not operating from a place of abundance, you just don't have time for these you know seemingly intelligent conversations. Mm. Because, I'm, because because probably from your point, having this conversation isn't really going to bring about the change, at, at least not immediately anyway. Yeah, yeah. And and, and maybe, you know, you, and, and there's a thing about, um, there's a thing about when, you know, there's power in being young, right? Because you have the energy. Cool. But then in a situation like this, which is why other countries just kind of guard against it, is because your 25-year-old activist will become 30, will become 35, will become 40, will become 45. And by the time they're 45, they're like, I've been fighting for 20 years. I'm mm. tired. And I have come of it. Nothing's come from it. I have nothing to show for it, right? Yet all the people that have been fighting because through corruption, whatever, they are building houses, driving crazy cars and everything. Okay, what, what, what am I going to do? You know, am I just going to quote unquote sell out so that I can at least get to a space where my family can experience one holiday a year? You know, mm. where we can go to Eswatini, you know, yeah. in December. Um, and, 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 and I think there's, there's a bit of that that's happening in Zim, but I, you know, I have faith in the, in the Gen Z, I'm a 2000. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to change the world. Oh, they're going to change the world. Yeah, that no, I, I have world. faith in, in, I'm a 2000, I think they're going to change the world, but I think, I, I, you know, I, I think there's that reality where people get tired of being in the struggle. So it's really about when people are young, it's just really really forcing the change as much as they can. Mm. Mm. 
No, you you trigger me, Nat, when you talk about um, survival and 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 the level of understanding, right? Because mm. I had so many conversations around June with a lot. That's why I was so frustrated with the Swazimilu class, right? Mm. Because I, that's when I figured out that oh my god, a lot of people are really out of touch with the reality in this country. A lot mm. of people don't understand that so many things are a luxury. So in this country, when during the unrest, a lot of people were looting their convenience shops, right? Yeah. And what did the middle class do? Complain. They were quick to attack. They were quick to complain. Hey, why are you looting our old convenience shops? What are we? And granted, they were complaining about something real, right? If you're looting a convenience shop, what are we then going to get? But what they didn't seem to realize was that for the first time certain young people that's mm-hmm. the only time they were able to bring a 10 kg of rice home wow that's the that's only the time reality. they were able to get food that's that the was the opportunity to do it some, some of them are graduates nat wow and Is and, it, and and what mm. that's and what that screamed was that yo people are hungry yes all of this is happening right now and It sucks, but this is the opportunity for people to get food. Mm. And again, where I came from was, hey, you can't expect a person that's leaving through survival to think about tomorrow because for mm. them, tomorrow is not important. What is important is that today I slept with something in my stomach. Now, mm. as we see, so I'm privileged enough and blessed enough to think about, hey. Guys, in five years, this might affect us. Oh, yes, next week, this might affect us. But some people, the majority of the people in this country, that's a luxury to think about next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm is- very worried when the middle class does not seem to understand that. And, 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 and the thing about it is that the middle class is what is going to go. <laughs> right if 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 nothing changes yeah. because it it always yes. impacts the middle class like i'm telling you like in zim there's virtually no middle class it's either you have it or you don't yeah it's the haves and the have nots exactly and it's and 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 the haves mostly are politically connected right mm. so if you're a middle class person you know telling your kid go to you know do, do school go to university You know, it's like I was saying, it's not a real functional, it's not based on merit for the most part. I'm not saying everyone, but you want a society that's based on merit, that, you know, you can tell a story, you know, I grew up at Gassi, whatever, and then, you know, I did this. Um, those oh, thank you guys have classes in Zim. That are so cute. <laughs> I grew up in a Gassi, so every time when you say Gassi, I feel proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They grew up in a Starbucks. I grew up in a Gassi. Oh really? Fair, yeah. We've had this con- we've had this conversation really grow up anyway, right? <laughs> so, I've told you this. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that's the thing. Like those those it really impacts the middle class because the, the middle class is 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 a sign of a healthy at the very least a healthy functioning economy the fact that there is a middle class the absence of it you know so 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 the middle class people really actually they're they're the ones that should be the angriest true because it will impact them not, not even sometimes the angriest net i need them to be the most understanding because at least they have a feel of both worlds 
Mm. You understand? Mm. But unfortunately, what seems to happen in our country, the middle class seems to think that they are the upper class because they get to be able to have dinner with the upper class now and then. When in fact, but then also they see, but also because they 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 are the ones that really on a day-to-day basis get to interact with the lower class they feel like they are the higher class yeah yeah and and it's really an illusion isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge one man it's a huge one as, it's a- as if, if you're a civil servant and you think of yourself you think you're higher than the person that's quote-unquote the lower class there's something wrong with you it's an illusion because like one life event will will derail your wealth right Mm. <laughs> and, and 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 where's really like these people that have money like their money is so long it's like two generations mm. they have wealth they don't have money they have wealth exactly true exactly exactly so the, the middle class man the middle class is the problem I think that's the title of our podcast eh? ah! <laughs> that's the title of this one the middle class is the problem because that those are the people that start raising their kids with these illusions that we're talking about you know those are the people mm. that are so they are so much but, in debt but, but okay lies. do you do you do you do you think that it's an illusion or rather they feel like this is the only hope for change do you think it do you, do you think do you think they walk around thinking to themselves that this is definitely something that is not going to work but i'm going to tell my kid to do it because hey what else am i going to say six what what i noticed um and i was on the ground um so maybe you you didn't notice this but as a person that was on the ground in swaziland i noticed that okay some so okay some people granted some people in the middle class felt like okay you guys are being too extreme and you're not thinking this through and for those i understand i was also mm-hmm. part of those people you understand goes back to the boycott of luju i was saying hey yes maybe we have political problems but boycotting that event has does more harm economically than good right and mm-hmm. some of the middle class they were just asking those questions hey yes we understand what you guys are saying but those actions the consequences are going to be more harmful than good right so there was that certain right. part but then there was this other part of the middle class that just didn't want to budge that's the part that's the middle class that i have a problem with because mm-hmm. as that said it's just one tiny thing it's just you losing your job <laughs> look at <laughs> and that it's, and it's over and why do you think they don't want to budge that's so hard six there's a company in swaziland that just why um, do you think wait wait why do you think they didn't want to budge because they thought they were greater than the lower class. Do you think do you think it's it's them feeling that they they are they are better than the lower class or it's them trying to protect what little they already have? Um Nat talked about an illusion. Mm-hmm. Protecting that it might be non-existent. But what you're protecting there. might actually be non-existent. Whatever it is, it, yes, it could it could, could not, potentially it could potentially you can you can never not. escape. The truth is, and God, 
you can never escape the inevitable you can only delay it and try to delay it but you can never escape it okay that's all i'm going to say about that that's all i can say as of today i know mm-hmm. that the people that i'm talking to the middle class they understand exactly what i'm saying mm-hmm. you can try and delay it you cannot so it's wrong for you guys to come out and dismiss people just simply because you think you're doing better than them no out of logic when you say to these people hey let's sit down and be logical with what you're doing i fully understand and i'm with you 1000% because i'm for logic than emotion at times that's why women get mad at me that when i get in fights <laughs> with women they use their emotions and i'm like oh my god no baby <laughs> No baby. <laughs> but, but, but you know what it is sometimes with the, with what you're saying like change is scary. Right? So there's exactly. some people that will be like oh my god like what's going on? Uh so sometimes change is scary and maybe there's 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 something there about how we kind of communicate. Like you were saying like everyone is almost extreme. but there's there's a role of at least trying to explain the why why is this happening and how will it benefit you but sometimes people are just scared of change even if it may be good change but it's still change and honestly speaking um it's just service delivery and and giving mm. and and accountability in this country it's service delivery it's accountability and it's delegating power and it's passing it on to the young people you mm-hmm. understand trusting young people giving them the opportunities that they deserve because yeah. honestly speaking we are not going to move forward in any way that Switzerland is a beautiful country i want mm-hmm. to tell you this because i i hope someday you guys can come here and we can yes, this country is a beautiful country with amazing people beautiful scenery and it's it's very unfortunate that mm-hmm. everything is being ruined because the certain people it's just egos that are on the way of progressing what is a, like we are only 1.2 million people net do you understand mm. how mm-hmm. easily it is to imp- to employ 50% of the young people it's yeah. just two industries we can't even produce enough of our own staple food so mm. really it's not rocket science to change the economy it's just that there's so many egos on the way there's there's, there's you know there's there's this tiny little things amongst african men that have been there for 20 years that are still stalling us mm, mm, mm. yeah yeah no but before we, we get too poli- political we, we've, <laughs> we've been here already for two hours <laughs> oh my god time we've, we've flies here. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun Mm. um yeah and you 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 um, it is wait was it Oli or you that did the major leg interview that was a dope interview by the way oh uh, it was me it was me and then Oli did yeah, the video was, yeah yeah that was that was that was a fire thing um <laughs> me, I mean me and Spuda were actually talking about this uh-huh. and um is, have you have you have you interviewed any other celebrity for asking my question Mm, well no we've we've interviewed like known political figures in Zim sort of mm-hmm. like high high profile political figures but but uh, yes major league were probably like the, the the highest celebrity like in terms of being known yeah okay 
Um, and 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 from your analysis, mm-hmm. how was the interview with self? With with Major with, League, with, yeah, yeah, with Major League. So I think it was okay, but I think in in hindsight, it probably would have been so. So the guys, I don't know if you've ever sort of like seen their interview. They're not talkers. They they're not. Yeah, yeah not talk. <laughs> that's what we're actually talking about. To yeah, say, that's exactly. I've, what I've interviewed the major league DJs, and they're oh, not talkers. Yeah, 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 they're not. Yeah. Talkers. They're not talking. So maybe the only thing maybe would have changed is maybe made it a little bit shorter. Um, but, 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 but you know what? I It was interesting because if you... How can I put it? They're not talkers, but they're not... Like, if you let them speak... They're not closed off. They're not... Because you exactly. See what, I, what, I, what, I, what I picked up on is that the conversation like they even their energy shifted particularly when you guys started getting into when you guys asked them who's the more political one yes when you guys asked them that that's when the conversation picked up i noticed that okay now they're they open up a little more they you know and that was surprising for me because i was like oh i didn't expect like that you know you'd think they'll be like our oh, politics is boring but literally yeah. like when you say that and then they start they talking about how their, how their dad was into politics and stuff like that and i was like oh and if you let them speak like they will you you'd be like okay these guys are smart right, you know right like they're really really smart but but they're definitely not um <laughs> they're not interview like they're great to kind of have on but they're not talkers you know they're not they're like not- your your chatter so i sp- i interviewed um this guy called Bonyezwe Mabad. i don't know if you know him he's yeah i he's- saw i saw i saw um that post I, I haven't really listened to that interview yet okay i mean listen to it but most importantly listen to his music Bonyezwe Mabad okay. is dope like he is he's a south african uh musician he does like it's kind of like so honestly listen like he is one of those kind of i'm sure in a year's time he will blow up like even his followership and his listenership if you go on his spotify like he has hundreds thousands of followers Mm -hmm. um and he performed here in london and literally the it was so full and i don't want to lie it was 70 percent white people singing his song and he sings in Corsa. Most oh my words. word! Oh, shut up, uh, guys! Check out so beautiful. Check we'll, out his we'll his yeah. So anyway, that that interview, like Avangezo, is an interviewer's dream. Like okay. he's so engaged. Like, he's so, <laughs> that's always I mean? beautiful there when you're interviewing yeah. a person and, and they just like a talker by nature. Exactly, exactly. And and it was just yeah, yeah, it was yeah. So, so that actually is my has is my favorite uh today. But, but, also because I'm a fan of his, yeah. Oh yes. But you you know what also Nat, um mm-hmm. some people can be closed off, but they are great people to interview, hey. Um for example, I've done a lot of my interviews like for 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 the mainstream job I have. I'm still looking mm-hmm. to to try and get that for our podcast. So yeah. most of the experiences are from the other side. I know a, a close figure like um, 
Aries. I don't know if you know Aries. That's South African. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. Aries is very closed off in t- in terms of not talking to people. But trust me, when you when you do the interview, he's so in depth with things. So there are those people who are maybe introverts, but like when they really get in their bag, they really get in their bag. Yes, yes. You do know, you know what? It reminded me of um. Ooh, what's this guy? The American uh, Andre 3000? Yes, mm. that's like mm. three steps. Exactly, he never exactly talks to people, like but when he opens he his mouth. Talks. There yeah. is an interview that he did with, oh, I forgot um, him. What's the white guy, right? Yes, the white guy yeah. with the beard. With Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Yes. yes. Rick oh that my was God. A, that was a fire. That was a fire, was a fire conversation. Yeah. Oh, damn, that was, that was nice. Yeah. That was nice. Oh, oh yeah, Nat. What are your top five yeah. podcasts? Who? Who do you listen to? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. To be honest, I listen to there's my okay according to my Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> um, there's my a podcast. My Spotify Wrapped is lying. <laughs> do, do you know what? No, no, do you know? I do feel like some they would just make because some of my like most listened to songs. I'm like. Come on, I'm not yes. okay. I, I, I'm like, okay, I listen to to I'm a piano, but DJ Maporiza is like number three. I'm like, really? Like, come on, <laughs> I'm like, come on, come on, you know, like, you know, but anyway, th- there's a, a podcast called The Friend Zone, um, okay. which is uh, three, 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 two guys and a girl, um, Americans. I really enjoy it, like, it's quite holistic like they do entertainment then they do wellness um then they sometimes look at like crime stories and stuff like that so the friend zone okay this used to be my favorite podcast but it's all the joe Biden podcast which is why i was because we we listen to joe Oh yes. man! Like, but but I, I loved Joe with Rory and Ma. Like, like yeah. I'm so heartbroken. They will never like me and me. There will never be a podcast like that again. Yeah, like I'm there so. There will never be one like I'm that again. So but Ishan, but Ish is killing it, man. Ish, Ish and I are good. No, no, listen. Yeah. I think the thing about Joe is. Joe will always do well because Joe is a true conversationalist. Like true, true, he's, true. Joe he's will talented. Joe will topics and make it like a very interesting conversation. Yeah, and I think him, Ish and I, they've, they've found their, their, their... They found their groove. They've, they've found, found yeah. their groove. Like it's an interesting part. Even Rory and Mal, like I listen to them. Like I think I, think I can... It, it makes me kind of see like... With the whole fallout, I was more team Rory and Mal. Especially, I was yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was Team Rory and Marangola. Yeah, I no, I, at first, no, I, at first I was Team Joe because Joe was the only one talking, right? Yeah, yeah. Joe was exactly. And Joe the niggas weren't putting up to work, man. No, no. But then, but then, but then when when they they talked and they said that their the thing was it was a it was a percentage based partnership. So for me, yeah. that was just like. Of course. So Joe sort of saying, Oh, you can't see the books. 
uh, come on joe's personality and i don't know if you guys saw the episode where the, uh, joe brought in the therapist or counselor yes, that yes, woman yes, yo me and me and me and me and always make this joke that i listen to joe a lot and i understand a lot of his takes i think similarly sometimes to him but i would never be friends with him Oh, yes, yes. No. Oh, yeah. I love, trust me that I love Joe to death and I, I defend Joe exactly I defend Joe to so many people I defend Joe all the time but I would never be friends with Joe no no and the thing I is like th- that therapist because it seemed like at the time Rory was sort of going but she kind of broke it down she was like no you needed to have like a, a, a floor manager like just have someone who manages pod things not you joe trying to be manager Everything. trying mm. to be friend trying to be this this is you and ian trying to do these deals separately mm. and because you know him I mean? and ian were attending meetings that rory and ma had no idea of exactly and the thing is so for me it's like if you look now right if you look at rory i don't know if you've listened to rory and ma i think they've also found their their groove right and oh, the thing is, yeah, what yeah, showed yeah. what what has showed me is that can you see how they're doing these skits that are oh, so are hilarious right yeah oh they're killing but, that tells me that now they have creative control exactly, exactly. that, that tells me that they might have wanted to be doing this a very long time ago and, and and, 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 and and I know I, I know it sounds but I just from the personality I I can kind of see that it's more Rory driven like just oh, the yeah, structure no. yes, yes, and yeah, and, it, <laughs> and it shows me that like um you know how Rory like Joe was saying Rory's been asking because I think Rory was like I have ideas This yes. is what I want. This mm. is how we can improve the pod. This is how we can do whatever. But but Joe kind of shot himself in the foot because imagine if what Rory and Mal are doing now it was part of the Joe Biden pod. Oh my god. What? The Joe Biden network would be going would be buzzing right now. Would be crazy. So I think Joe's in Mal's well. voice. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is like Mal's talking more ways like with Joe is like man that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. No but it's also yeah, but, beautiful but to like, see Mal's like, you know, personality coming out of late. Yeah, yeah. Because, because um um Mal I don't think Mal would would do a podcast with anyone else if it wasn't with Rory or yeah. Joe. Or yeah. Joe. Yeah. 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 And and by the way Nat since the job button podcast that for me mal was the most relatable to me in terms of takes ah he had some he had some question he he mal had some questionable republican mal you know you know no he was joking who, about the republican and the uh, trump thing no, come no, on that that you, you know why i find uh-huh. questionable now mm-hmm. ice <laughs> ice, ice. <laughs> the wildest takes Did, 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 did you see did you see when when Kevin Samuels joined them Ice was yes. so happy was it Ice Oh Ish? that was a beautiful episode Ish is the light yeah, skinned one right Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Ice is takes a bit okay Still but right. but Ish was literally Ish is crazy Ish no Ish was so like he was eating up everything Kevin Samuels was saying. <laughs> you know what I, you know what I, yeah yeah he does but you know what I also like about the fact that Ish is on there um what I picked up on from when Ish started being very regular on was that 
Ish is is one of Joe's only friends that challenges him and wins. Yes. That's that yes, that's also what I've and noticed wins. like a new thing. Like Ish will challenge Joe toe for toe. Like when you listen back, yes, Rory and Ma would challenge him, but they'd always let Joe be. You yeah. understand? But yeah. with Ish, Ish, Ish will always debate with like, him to the toe. You understand, and that and that makes for good conversation because they 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 are both good converse con what what the conversationalist conversationalist mm-hmm. yeah you understand mm-hmm. so it makes the podcast so good the podcast has grown that's why I was saying to six at the end of the day yes the fallout as fans will always feel better about that but mm. honestly speaking we now have two great pods yeah yeah but. Uh... Yeah. I miss it. Of course, we miss it, man. We always want to. We miss, I, I miss it. There will like never be energy. There will that, never be a podcast way, like that, man. The way the the way they used to break down music together. Imagine, that imagine was that, wonderful. That, that's what I'm saying. Imagine how they would have like broken down this Travis Scott stuff. Imagine Jesus, the Tristan. Together. Yeah, oh, together. Imagine the Tristan Thompson but now, stuff. Imagine but the now, Kanye now, Drake now. concert. Even oh, the Juicy yeah, Molet. I just missed Joe talking. Yeah. Uh, because also, I don't want to lie, sometimes when Rory and Mal, especially the earlier episodes before they yeah. found their groove, I was yeah. missing Joe in their, in their yeah, mix, right? Because yeah. as much as I love comedy in my podcast, Nat, I, I do love that seriousness. I want to learn something at the end of the day. Yeah. From listening to our podcast, I want to learn something. Yes, you have the jokes for, you know, but mm-hmm. I was but missing Joe in their thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. Mal is a little too cool. This is when I really Man understood that thing. too cool for school. Yeah, that's when I really understood the thing that Joe had been saying for years. That, yo, bro, you have this thing about you where you're just too cool all the time. Yes, and, and Joe was talking it. about it to say, mm, it was frustrating because when Mal got into the port, Mal has always been this guy that gets into a room and just has beautiful energy to mm-hmm. both women and niggas, right? And mm. Joe was saying, once this dude get on, got onto the podcast, the energy he became too cool for certain crowds and that was showing in the numbers and we'll never know because he's the only one that knew that, that right yeah he's the only but, one that saw the numbers even so yeah, we, he never knew that lying. because they were still the number one podcast yeah. we'll never know yeah oh man the Joe. oh man, the, the, oh, that, was man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that there will never be a podcast like we'll that never be a part that, like that that's amazing okay you are you're on your favorite podcast after the job button podcast was the third one the rory and mile of course um so, so yeah yeah i Not don't know really. if i no, 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 no. I think, you like it, uh, you no, like it, but so when I say Joe really. Button, I mean the original. So I wouldn't even put yeah. this new Joe Button in my list. Uh, it's still, are you, you serious? Know. Are you serious? Because they be cooking, I know, even now, I know, like, they be cooking. I, I don't know. Let's put both those pods on 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 standby. There, there's a uh, pod here in the UK called the Receipt Podcast. Um, it's three girls. I like them because they're like. London girls where's so their content is very much UK relatable um and you know for a long time I think like the black British space used to try and emulate Americans if that Mm. makes sense um but they were one of the first to kind of like just carve out their lane and you know be authentic to like London and the UK um what's the other one that I like the, oh, six foot weights. 
so six feet wait is uh, so they're they're two guys from the two guys from Cape Town. So one of them is based in Cape Town, one of them is in Dubai. Um, yeah. yeah, but but I mean I think the Dubai guys travel to Cape Town a lot. Um, so so they actually like uh, uh, grew up in Zim. So 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 so, so, so I enjoy six foot wait. Um, I'm trying to think which other one is on my rotation. To be honest, like on a weekly, I I check obviously Joe Biden. I sort on YouTube, like I'll I'll click if there's something. The brilliant idiots I listen to, some Charlemagne, uh, Andrew, Andrew Schultz. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't watch that one. I, even gonna, yeah. I don't like that one. Yeah, no. Sometimes I just I just listen to kind of get like their take. Um, I also like um, last one. There's this NPR podcast called The Hidden Brain. Um, it's just um, interesting. Yeah, like I like it because it's it's one of those podcasts where you learn something. So they'll they'll talk about different topics, maybe talk about going through stuff, or you know, it's one of those where you can like casually just listen to and you're absorbing information and then after it you'll be like you know when you now go to parties you'll be like oh you know did you know that in did this you know book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and then um yeah so those are my lists so a special mention to there's a podcast called the filling station which is but i listen to it in uh binges like i can't listen to it constantly because basically it's 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 a heartbreak so people go on there and they tell their heartbreak stories, but they give themselves like fake names. Um, oh, well, I might just want to listen to that. Yeah, it's called the Feeling Station. Um, so, so the the you know you come on and I'll be like, oh, okay, my name. I'm gonna call myself Mary, and I'm gonna call the other person John or whatever. And then they tell the story. I think it's kind of therapeutic for the people that go on to kind of tell that heartbreak story what's the craziest story you've heard oh my god it was kind of heartbreaking it was some woman who was in a relationship for like eight years or something but it was like long distance she was in the uk he was in them um she sent him money she did this like it was so like it was like, girl, you wasted eight years. But then there was a lot of insecurity and stuff like that. And literally, like, the guy got married to someone else. And then Shit. she, like, found out on WhatsApp. Mm. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, those kind oh, of things. You just put us on. You just put us on. We'll check those. But do talk. Please, please do talk to the six foot. You literally, I started mm. listening uh, listening to them because you you guys were, were your guests yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and and I think they they're doing an amazing job. Their audio sounds amazing. Um, they're yeah. getting interesting guy takes. Um, so in in our reaching out, actually we we did it like a we made a December thing to like reach out to podcasts. That's also why we reached out to you guys. Yeah, cool, we, cool. We usually record. Uh, we 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 drop one episode um a week, but uh-huh. for December we are dropping two episodes a week. Oh wow, wow! Oh, you're giving yourself a lot of work. Yeah, get, yeah but get yeah, December. but it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. People are coming. People nice. are more people are coming back home, and we think it's like it's the perfect time to actually consume content. Oh, yeah, you know, um, 
So there's a lot of people that have been away also. So just to come home and get a feel of what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So please, please, please do um, put us on to like other African podcasts, especially those homies. Uh, we yeah. think they're doing an amazing job, but also we would like to invite them to come and kick it with us. Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 cool. No, um, um, do you have do you have like mm-hmm. a, a a book that you could recommend to us? Because we actually like okay, but if you don't have one, that's cool. It doesn't have to be a new book. It can just be any book, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Any book, any book. So, one of my, like, favorite books is a book by Ianda Van Zandt called Peace from, Bro- from Broken Pieces. Um, mm. It is such a... Particularly for people... So, she tells the story of losing her daughter. Like, she tells her life story... Um, but a huge chunk of it is around losing her daughter and navigating that and whatever. And um, I would say for anyone maybe who has experienced loss, uh, whether physical loss or breakups or whatever, it, it's it's such a healing book, to be honest. Um, it's a book that I recommend to everyone who means anything to me in my life. I normally like, I will buy that book. Like I've literally bought that book for like six people. Um, yeah, but haven't, haven't you, I've been recommending books to people and it's so, it's yeah. so disheartening when I recommend a book to you and then I'll ask you a while after like, yo, you read that book? And then they just say no. I know you can't control it, right? It's like recommending music, and the person doesn't kick. I tell him all the time that, yeah. <laughs> and he gets super frustrated. Says is the time to get, says is the time to get frustrated that people aren't reading the book because he feels like they need it at that particular time in their lives. Yeah, you can't control like Nat, it, hey. Like Nat, Nat, you you're going through some things. And I and you tell me about these things that you're going through. And guess what? Each time you tell me about them, you are complaining that you can't find solutions. So I, I find a book and I'm like, yo, buddy, check this out. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and, and and what's 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 more frustrating is that they'll say, I right, cool, thank you for, for, for giving me this. I will check it out. And they never check it out. <laughs> no, just 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 be patient. And um, but I understand if you're now if you're saying like it's a solution, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but I was more so coming from where you just randomly like, oh my god, this would be great. Um, but mm. but yeah, it's one of those you you can't control you can't control people, but you just hope that at the right time they'll either press play or they'll turn the page. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's a song? What's a song that you can recommend for us? Ooh, depends the mood. Depends. Whatever mood, whatever mood you you want to be in, doesn't matter. Oh my god, a song I can recommend. Okay, so I am a big. Um, I don't know if you guys know Shui Nomtegela, these South African Maskandi singers. Shui Nomtekaya. <laughs> <laughs> the song Lafa is my favorite. Like, I am. Oh, such a- oh our listenership is going to have a ball with this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I. I want to I want to see Shri like live at some point like in, in 
I would love it. Okay, man. I think for the type of music you need to come to Bushfire in Swaziland. When oh, really? Have you heard of Bushfire? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's 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 the third best festival in Africa. Oh. So you should definitely come. for the type of music that you 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 like, Shui Nomdeka, you would yeah. definitely enjoy Bushfire. Oh my god. Okay, I'll definitely check it out. Cool, cool, cool. Six, um, okay. do you have anything to say to Nat before we let her go? Uh, Nat, we really appreciate you for being here. Um, we've said this numerous times throughout the pod, but like we actually, we, I personally really appreciate it. Like your energy is great. We've been talking, and I'm only picking up now that we've been talking for almost more than two hours now. And <laughs> it doesn't feel like that long. Um, your energy is great. You and you and Goli are doing a wonderful job in the pod oh, section. Um, I, I'm I'm happy that you guys have been going for as, as much as I think you guys are like 93 episodes. That's mm-hmm. great. You guys are about to be on on triple digits, man. So yes. if we had a horn, that go far, far, far. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like yeah. that's great, man. That's great, and I I really hope that you guys continue doing what you do, and I would hope that you guys would come back one day. You yes. have to come back one day. Oh, yeah. we will. We have to. Yeah. We have to. Yes. And thank, thank you so much for having us. Like, it's so amazing. And it's one of the things that we've always talked about. It was like, okay, you know, we want to go beyond, like, the Zimbabwean community and, you know, really, like, you know, sort of uh, penetrate the... Um, sorry, wrong word. <laughs> But, but but no like and it's it, it it honestly like thank you so much for having us uh it means a lot to us honestly and it means a lot to us to hear that you know that the pod space is actually growing because that's the only way like we can you know we we can become sustainable and we can make it if there's actually like a network <laughs> you mm. know it's not helpful if there's just one podcast just or one, whatever yeah. no we yeah, need to the space exactly we, there's there's so much room um it's such a new space we need to grow the space and hopefully like in some years time you know it it will be it will just it will just be like tv where people will be like hey we want to advertise or whatever and uh yeah so no thank you so much for having us no we, we really appreciate you we hope, we hope this is a, a start of a, a great relationship um we, we can learn a lot of we can hit you guys up for advice uh we can check on Sometimes each other we need, Absolutely. we need a female perspective because because we, yeah, we, we use a lot of nick we use a lot of guys at the end of the this day you understand <laughs> <laughs> we use a lot and of you know sometimes i'll be listening back and i'm like oh my god the women must be cringing when they listen to this <laughs> so we do we really do appreciate we we ultimately we hope you guys can come to swaziland oh, uh, whenever whenever we can kick it in person we can kick it in person 
you know, you guys have great energies. You're wonderful. You're doing great things. Do link us up with a lot of um, other people that you guys have met in the continent. As you said, we are, we are trying to reach other people in the continent. We've preached um, um, growing podcast in Swaziland. Um, mm. we, we just hope now to inspire with our actions because sometimes you can preach and other people just want you to walk the talk. Absolutely. So, you know, that's what we're doing. We're trying to make the 15-year-olds in this country understand that it's possible. We're trying to make them understand the power of the space and mm-hmm. the things that we can do. So it's only through linking up with people like you guys that we can make that possible. Absolutely, so, absolutely. We really will be listening to more episodes of we hope you guys can also listen and give feedback. Absolutely. You know, do, yeah, do let us know us, what y'all think. Do, yeah, do tell us what you like, what you dislike. Um, yeah, man, as, as season porters, that will be a lot. Um, the feedback will be more valid. No, I, I can't, I can't wait to hear this podcast episode. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. This is beautiful. Um, to the listeners, thank you very much for joining us as well. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Open Word family. If you, you are part of the Open Word family, thank you very much for trusting us once again on this audio adventure. Um, Six, please take us away with your song of the week. Um, my song of the week is by, it's a cover really by Black, um, and it's a cover of Erica Badu's On and On. Um, yeah, I've been I've been jamming to that for the past few days, and it's great, man. I like I've, I've liked Black since he stepped onto the scene. So, yeah, shout out, um, love and light, strength and power. I hope you have a great week, and yeah. All the nice things. Yeah, from Zim, Swaziland, UK, Russia. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you We're from all these man. different countries. Look yeah. at the young, what young black people can do when they get together, man. Oh my, my, my. I'm feeling high. My money's gone. I'm all alone Too much to see The world keeps turning Oh, what a day What a day, what a day Peace and blessings manifest With every lesson learned If your knowledge were your wealth Then it would be well earned If we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Oh, on and on, and on and on. My cypher keeps moving like a rolling stone. On and on, and on and on. I go on and on, and on and on. My cypher keeps moving.
what a day, what a day. The man that knows something knows that he knows nothing at all. Does it seem colder in your summertime and hotter in your fall?